If making the meal earlier on Shabbos day is pleasurable for him, like, for example, when if the meal of the evening has already settled, he should make it earlier. But if delaying the meal is more pleasurable for him, like it hasn't completely settled, he should delay it. Similarly, somebody who has meals every day of the week, just like they have on Shabbos, then on Shabbos they should do it differently by having it earlier or later. One should not fast on Shabbos for any uh, suffering uh, at all. We do not cry out or uh, blow the shofar for any uh, suffering except for suffering of famine, of lack of food, that we cry out with our mouths on Shabbos but not with the shofar. Similarly, a city that was surrounded by Gentile armies, or a river that was overflowing, or a boat that was in a stormy sea. Or even an individual being pursued by Gentiles, or by bandits, or or bad uh, winds. So we um, scream and we... um, Cry out to Hashem in Atfilas and Shabbos, Aval in token, but we don't blow Shefa. El Imkain token, Lukhabet, Ha'am, Lazar, Achem, Olatzilam. The only reason we would blow is in order to gather the people to help their brothers and to save them. Bind the common sim, Tav Kuf, Ayin, Vav. Yud. Nirdapam, Neruach, Rosh, Amru. This they say that somebody was pursued by a bad wind. Lavdafka, Behuah, Din, Lechol, Cholah. Shesh, Bosa, Kanas, Hayom, Zokim, Mishandin. That's not only um, the case, but any ill person who has. Um, some danger, then we can cry out and we can um, mention it in our tefillahs, and we're also accustomed to say, that we daven on Shabbos for ill people who are um, a danger um, that day. And we can also bless an, an ill person who is in danger that day. The order of the, of the daytime meal of Shabbos. One should have his table set and his bed uh, spread nicely. And a, a tablecloth spread out, also just like in the evening meal. And we make on over wine, and that's called the Great Kiddush. Afterwards, wash hands. And you break bread over a double loaf, just like at night, and have your meal. Also, this kiddush needs to be in the place of the meal. And that you shouldn't taste anything before it at all, just like with the kiddush at night. Nevertheless, to drink water in the morning before davening is permissible because the obligation of Kiddush has not yet fallen upon him. And see above all the laws of Kiddush. In a place where wine isn't to be found, so beer and other drinks, except for water, are considered the drink of the place, and one can make Kiddush over them, and if you don't have beer or other drinks, then you can eat without Kiddush. On Shabbos, one should complete his duty to make a hundred brachas by blessing over fruit. One should increase the eating of fruit and delicacies and nice smells in order to complete the 
amount of 100 brachas. And if you regularly have a nap in the afternoon, don't negate it because it's pleasurable for you. After the Shabbos meal, you should have a fixed time to learn, to read Navi, and to uh, read Medrash. And it's forbidden to make a meal at that time, says the Ramah. And workers and householders that are not engaged in Torah must occupy themselves in Torah on Shabbos more than even Talmud Chacham who are engaged in Torah all week long. And the Talmud Chacham should draw out their pleasure of eating and drinking a little because they get to enjoy the learning all the days of the week. Simon Reish Tzadi Aleph, Din Shal Shudas, the law of the three meals. One should be very careful to fulfill the third meal. And even if you're full, then you can still fulfill it by eating the volume of an egg. If it's impossible for him to eat, he doesn't need to make himself suffer. And the wise person thinks ahead, not to fill himself up in the morning meal, in order to leave room for the third meal. Says the Ramah, one who didn't eat on the eve of Shabbos, should eat three meals during the day of Shabbos. The time of Shabbos is from the time of Mincha, from 1230 onwards, and if you made your third meal before, then you haven't fulfilled the mitzvah of Shabbos. Some say it's forbidden to drink water between Mincha and Shabbos. Because then, during that time, the souls go back to Gehenim. Therefore, one should not eat Shalashudas between Mincha and Mincha, but rather one should eat it before Mincha. Some say it's better to dive Mincha first. And this is ideally what we do in all of these countries. One shouldn't drink water from the rivers. But in the house, it's permissible, and how much more so any other liquids that are permissible. And some say that there's only a problem in the first 12 months of mourning. Some say that this prohibition of drinking water is only on the eve of Shabbos. If the morning meal continued on until Mincha time, one should interrupt one's meal, bench, and then wash again, and make kamotzi, and eat. And it's, this is an appropriate thing to do, because if you would not do so, once the morning meal has continued until that time, uh, you would only be able to eat afterwards a gluttonous meal, says the Ramah. But if you know that you're going to be able to eat after you've done Mincha with the congregation, then don't make Shalashit before Mincha. But if you did do so, you fulfilled your obligation. You don't need to make Kiddush in Shalashit, but you do need to make the Moti over Lecha Mishnah. Says the Ramah, If you have many meals during Shabbos, each Suda should have two loaves. And at least during Shabbos, you shouldn't have less than one complete loaf. And from here came the Minhag that we only have one complete loaf during Shabbos. But one should be strict and take two. 
you need to make shalashudas with bread. Some say that you could use any food that's made from the five grains. Some say you could even use foods that accompany bread, like meat and fish, but not fruit. Some say that you could even have shalashudas over fruit. And the first opinion is the main one that you need to have bread unless you are too full says the Rama. or in a situation where you cannot eat bread uh, like for example it's on Shabbos when it's forbidden to eat bread after Mincha time as we will learn later women are obligated to have Shalashidas we begin Mincha with, says the Ramah, continues we take out a Sefer and we call up three people reading ten Sukkim from the coming Parsha. Even if Yamtiv falls on Shabbos, we still read the Parsha that has yet, is yet to come and not the Yamtiv uh, reading. We after we damage Amida, we say If it was were a day that if it would be a weekday, we wouldn't recite Tachnun, then we don't say Tzidkoscha. Says the Ramav, and we're accustomed not to fix learning between Mincha and But we do recite Pirkei Avos during the summer and Shiramalos in the winter, and each place according to its minute. We delay Davni Marv in order to increase from the weekday uh, to Shabbos. One must take care to avoid any Malach until three small stars can be seen. They should be spread out but close together. If it's a cloudy day, one must wait until any doubt is removed from his heart. Someone who is forced like for example he needs to wait by the outer limits of the city to do a mitzvah you can already have Mariv for Matzah Shabbos already from Plag Mincha onwards and even to make Abdullah but you don't make a bracha over the candle you also can't do Malacha until the stars come out and we're accustomed to say Baruchim 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 we sing a little for Baruchim and Baruchim in order to add from the weekday on two Shabbos Simon Reish Sayyid Dalit Dinei Havdala Betfila Ovoi Heisifim the laws of Havdala during one's davening Aleph Omer Havdala Bechem Nadas during the fourth Baruch HaDashman Esrei we recite Havdala Vim Tavla Hivdal Mashim Tzilas Ben Chazer and if you erred and forgot to add in Atachem Antanu you complete your Tzilas and don't go back and make Tzilas Havdala Lakos because you anyway need to make Havdala over the cup of wine Vim Tavla Kodem Shehivdal Lakos Tzilas Lachzal Havdala Betfila but if you did drink something or eat something before you made Havdala over the cup of wine then you need to daven again if you erred and forgot to make Abdullah during the day, and you have no cup to make Abdullah, and you don't believe that the next day you're going to have one either, then you need to daven again. If Tishabav was on Sunday, if you erred and forgot to say you don't daven again, because you're going to make Abdullah over a cup of wine on Sunday night. 
And when we say that you don't go and read Davin, once you've completed the bracha of Chayna and Adas, you no longer go back. Even though you didn't start the next bracha. Hey, when we say that you don't go back in if you want to be strict on yourself, even though you've completed the Amida already, you can go back and read Avon. But if you have not yet completed your Amida, you should not go back. That the Chazan makes. Says the Ramah, and we say, in order to delay the Kedusha of Kaddish, 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 because at that point the wicked go back to Gehenna. And when on those occasions that we don't say, like when Yom Tov occurs during that week, we don't say the Atakadosh, but we do say Vitan Lacha. We make Havdala in Shul in order to uh, fulfill the obligation for those who don't have wine. And we're accustomed to mention to Davin that he should come and announce the redemption. The laws of Adala over wine. Aleph, Seder Avdala, this is the order for Havdala. Yayin, Besamim, Ner, Havdala, Vesimonach, Yavne. The order is wine, spices, candle, and then the Havdala Bracha, and that spells out Yavne. And once again, like for Kiddush, the cup should not be blemished. In other words, nobody has drunk already from the cup. Says the Ramav, no Golem, Kodam, Havdala, Shazim, Abayas. In a Kelly Shavasi, Vagema, Kosti Shavas, Esav, Vagema, Lahudemais, Ara, Vagema, Lissimentov. And we have a paragraph that we recite for a good uh, blessing, a good simon uh, of Hinekeli Shwasi when we recite Havdalah at home. And at the time of Havdalah, we should look at the cup and at the candle. And we're accustomed to spill from the cup of wine onto the ground. Before one completes the in order that the cup should not be blemished. And the reason for the overspilled, any house that wine doesn't flow like water doesn't have a sign of bracha. And we do so for a simantov at the beginning of the week. We also spill from the cup after and we extinguish the candle and then rinse your eyes with it in order to endear the mitzvah to you. We don't make havdalah over bread. But you can make Havdalah over beer. If it's the uh, drink of the country. And same thing goes for all other liquids except for water. It's better still to use a blemished cup of wine rather than beer. And Mati Pesach, we have the custom to make Havdalah over beer, not wine. Because it's dear to you to have another beer. Of Yom Tov continues the Mechaber on Yom Tov Shchol Yitzv Matzah Shabbos. Yom Tov there was fell on Matzah Shabbos. Shesh Kiddush Shehu Neimar Alapas that you have Kiddush that's recited over bread. Yeshem Shagav Kiddush Mavdilin Gam Kain Alav. Once you have Kiddush that you can make over bread, some say that the Kiddush uh, can also take the Havdalah along with it. Yeshem Shiyos Tevlem Al Kiddush Havdalish Neimar Al Shechar, and some say that it's better to make the Kiddush and Havdalah both of them over beer. Says Rambam Vatzvar Rishona Ikar, and the first opinion is the main. Gimel Im Ein Lo Yaim Lo Shechar Mishal Mashkin. If you have no wine or beer or any other liquid, any other drink, 
Some say that it's permissible to eat. And some say that if you are waiting, knowing that tomorrow you will have some wine or beer to make Havdalah over, then you shouldn't eat until tomorrow when you'll make Havdalah first. If you only have one cup and you're not expecting any the next day, it's better to eat uh, first before Havdalah and then to bench uh, and then make Havdalah over that cup rather than benching without a cup of wine according to those who say that benching needs a cup of wine according to those who uh, maintain that you don't need a cup for benching one shouldn't eat until you make a cup dollar this is talking about if that cup only had exactly a rebius and it was already diluted the right amount such that if you would put any more water in it, uh, it wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to drink it as wine. For if not, so, uh, if that's not the case, then everybody would agree that you first make Havdalah, drink a little, and then add more water to complete the reviews and bench over it. If you don't have enough money to purchase wine for both Kiddush and Avdala, then purchase for Avdala to Kiddush Efshe Bepas, because you can make Kiddush using bread. If you only have enough money to buy oil for Hanukkah Menorah and or, or wine for Avdala, then the light for Hanukkah comes first. One recites Havdalah sitting down, says the and some say do it standing. And that's our custom in these countries. Continues. You hold the wine in your right hand and the psalm in your left, and you make the bracha over the wine. And then you switch hands and make the bracha over the psalm, then put the wine back into the right hand. Even if everyone in the household heard Havdalah in Shul, if they had in mind not to fulfill their obligation of Havdalah, then you can make Havdalah at home. Women are obligated to make or hear Havdalah the same way that they're obligated in Kiddush, and there are those who differ. Therefore, they shouldn't make Havdalah for themselves, rather they should hear Havdalah from men. Simon Reish that is designed dinay besamim lahavdala vohes ifim the laws of besamim lahavdala. Aleph mivarchal besamim yeshla. You make a bracha over the spices if you have them. Ain loy ain esorch lachachrem. If you don't have any available, then you don't have to go looking for it. Eis ain mivarchal besamim shol beis akisei. One shouldn't use. We should make a bracha over spices that you use for a restroom. Veloy al shel mesim and not those that you use to perfume the dead. Vedakan sum lemailam mitasachel mes. But that's only those that are placed above the. Body above the bed of the deceased, and you also shouldn't use idolatrous incense because their regular feasts are for idolatry. If you made a bracha over these spices, you haven't fulfilled your obligation, and you need to make a new bracha over correct spices. Bags full, filled with, with spices that idolaters place uh, inside their uh, bottles of wine. Even though it's permissible to smell them, one shouldn't make Havdalah over them. The custom is to make a bracha over a myrtle if possible. 
Some say we shouldn't make a bracha over a dried myrtle because it doesn't have a smell. Rather on other spices. And that's the custom in these countries. Says the Ramad, the, I, the best way to do it is put a myrtle with other spices and then you've fulfilled all opinions. Hey, someone who can't smell shouldn't make a bracha. Unless he had in mind that he wants to fulfill the mitzvah on behalf of his small children, that have reached the age of or to make the bracha on behalf of someone who doesn't know how to. Simon Reish Ches Tzadi Dine Ner Havdalah Voytes Vavs Ifim The Laws of the Havdalah Candle Aleph Mavarach Al Ner Baramere Reish You make a bracha Baramere Reish on the candle in Yeshloi If you have Ben Sarkhlach Zacharab You don't have to look for one Rahani Milim Matzah Shabbos That's only Matzah Shabbos Avam Matzah Yom Kippurim Yeshem Shemachal Zacharab But on Matzah Yom Kippur Some say that you do have to look for a candle Says Ramamish Enlo Kos Lahavdal One who doesn't have a cup to make Havdalah over Kishirah Ha'esh Mavarach Alav When you see a fire You make a bracha over Everything Some similar spices Base the ideal way of doing the mitzvah is over a torch, a double um, flame. Some say if you don't have a torch, then you need to light another candle for the purposes of Havdalah, besides the candle that is designated to light up the house. And a candle that has two wicks is called a torch. We are accustomed to look at the palms of the hand and at the fingernails. And one should look at the nails of your right hand. As you hold the cup in your left hand. And one should curve one's fingers into one's hand. That way you see the fingernails and the palm at once. And you don't see the inside of the fingers. One shouldn't make a bracha over the candle until you have benefit from its light. In other words, you have to be close enough that you would be able to use its light to distinguish between two coins from two different countries. Hey, one shouldn't make a bracha over a candle that... Um, didn't avoid um, breaking Shabbos. Which comes to exclude a candle that was made for someone who that was lit for someone who was giving birth or someone who was ill. Since it wasn't lit for a sinful purpose, one can make a bracha over it. But if a non-Jew lit it on Shabbos, since if a Jew would have lit it, it he would have sinned. It's called a candle that didn't rest. Says and one does not make a bracha over the light of an, an idolater. A, an idolater that lit on Matzah Shabbos from a Jewish light, or vice versa, you can make bracha over it. But a Gentile that lit a candle from another Gentile, you don't make a bracha over it. And on Matzah Yom Kippur, we don't make a bracha over a candle that a Jew lit from a Gentile. For I am the common See further for the law of Matzah Yom Kippur. If somebody was walking outside the city and saw a light in Ruban, most of the inhabitants of the city are Gentile and Varkhanalov. You can't make a bracha over it. In Ruban, but if most of the city was Jewish, or even half and half, you can make the bracha. If there is fire light that comes from 
burning wood or from stones. You can make a bracha over it. But not on Matzah Yom Kippur. If you have coals that are so um, hot, burning hot, that if you would place a piece of wood uh, amongst them, it would light on fire, you can make a bracha over it. As long as they were made to give off light. A, the light of the fire coming from a fireplace at the beginning of when the bricks are burning in Varkhanalav you can't make a bracha over it as in Asilahir at that point it's not made to give light but once they've burnt as Asilahir at that point it is made to give off light in Varkhanalav you can make a bracha over it Yud Aleph Nerebeisa Knesses the light of the shul Im Yesham Adam Chashem Varkhanalav if there's someone important there you can make a bracha over it if not in Varkhanalav you can't make a bracha over it Yesham Rehebech some say the other way around Im Yesham Sheochel Shem Varkhanalav if there is the Shamas that's eating there, you can make a bracha. As long as the moon isn't shining into the room. You can't make a bracha over the candle that's placed by a dead person because it's not made to give light. Therefore, if you have a dead person and they were leading him with a candle, uh, if uh, they would have used that same candle during the day, and they use that candle at night, you can't make that bracha at night because it's not made for seeing, for giving light. You'd give summa and someone who's blind doesn't make the bracha. If they were sitting in the study hall and they brought them some light, one person should make the bracha on behalf of everyone. If you have a candle that a person is hiding uh, inside his clothing, or inside a lantern, or inside a mirror, you can see the light, but you can't use the light. Or you can use the light, but you can't see the flame. You can't make a bracha until you have both. You can actually see the flame and use the light. One should not eat or do any malach before making avdalah. It's forbidden to eat anything or to drink wine or any other liquid except for water. Once it gets dark, until you make But if you were sitting and eating uh, while it was still day and then it got dark, you don't have to stop and interrupt even drinking. If you were sitting and drinking and it got dark, then you do have to make an interruption. Some say that this that we said in the first part, that if you were having a meal, you don't need to stop. That's only if it's doubtfully dark. Even if you were sitting and eating, according to the second opinion, you need to put a cloth over it and make Havdalah and then complete your meal. But the Minig is partially like the first opinion. If they were drinking and they said, let's go make Havdalah, if they wanted to recontinue their drinking before Havdalah, they don't need to go make another bracha. Some differ. When you interrupt to make Havdalah, you don't need to make a bracha of Hagafen over the Havdalah of Yeshem and some say that you do need to make a separate Hagafen.